Hey, Barrett Coldeye, how can I help? This is Dr. John Mango. Can I look at your brain? We've got a relationship problem on line one. I'm on it. Crikey, we've got a ghost problem and people are scared. Consider it done. Just got a call. The kid's in danger. Let's team up. Interviews, quizzes and chat. Brain news, lifestyle and facts. Be found here. And much more. On Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Brain News this week, we'll be talking about a perfectly preserved caveman brain. We've got a very exciting celebrity problem with Tom Hardy and a gambling addiction. And then it's a roleplay problem with Maxwell, who has a bit of an alien problem. And we return for another episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. John Mango is over there. How are you doing, John? Hello, I'm over here. Oh, I thought you were asking me where I was, sorry. No, yeah, I'm just asking you how you are. Yeah, I'm pretty good, thank you. How are you doing? Um, I'm over here, and I'm doing fine. Good. Right, okay, now we've got that out of the way. Um, What have you been up to? Have you been up to anything exciting? Well, do you remember what I asked you for help with last week? No. Well, the good listeners will, but if they don't, I'll also remind them. Yes. You were helping me pick a new language to learn. Oh, yes. And some new clothes to wear. Yep. So, language-wise, Icelandic is what I was given. Yep. Not the easiest for a beginner who's only ever known English his whole life. Okay. But I have learned some phrases. Okay, here we go. See if you can guess what these mean. All right. So, see if you know what this means. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Yes. Oh, sorry, this isn't like a quiz or anything. Oh, right, sorry. Just wondering. What about nay? Um, no. Correct. Okay. Again, no points, I'm just telling you. What about tag firir? Hmm. Um, is that, maybe that's restaurants. Close. Okay. It's thank you very much, which oh. you would say at a restaurant when they give you a table. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Then we have... Let me do that one again. Okay. Sorry, hang on. You're right, John. Yeah. It's quite ironic, actually, when you find out what this one means. Um, is that tongue? No, but I see the logic from what I said. It's excuse me. Right, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Any more? Um, yeah, we'll try one. It's okay. particularly difficult. All right. Uh, it's a phrase you'd have to use a lot as well. Mm. Right, here we go. Vernig Heffer Zu You're right, John. I think. Has your tongue gone back into your mouth? Glass of water. Right. Um, I'll tell you what that one means. Okay. 
It wasn't pronounced the most perfectly or anything. It means mm-hmm. how are you? Right. So that's my that's the Icelandic I've learned in a week. Good. Well, I hope to hear some more next week. I don't know if you noticed my outfit. I'll just tilt the camera down now for you. Um, okay. So that's a cheerleader outfit. Yeah, you don't remember it all, do you? No, I'm a, no, I'm, I don't really like it on you, to be honest, John. Right. I don't think that green suits you. All right, I'll take it off right now then. Well, no, maybe take it on after the after the stream. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the best idea. Well, I've liked it. It's been a good fit. Okay. Good. Nice and cool. Did you get that from the Statesmore Academy website? I did. Yes. Um, they only sold wholesale though, so I've got another thirty-nine. If anybody wants one. Right. So you got I could sign forty. I, yeah, I could sign them or something. Yeah, I suppose that's a good giveaway. If you want some of John Mango's signed cheerleading outfits, hey, they could be like the Cudder Woulda Shoulda cheerleading gang. Oh yeah, I like that. We could get like when we go to advice conferences, we can get them to like introduce us. Yeah, they could. Uh, we could have a band as well. Yeah, I don't know about that. Give me a J. No, not give for you. Oh, give me a give me a C. Give me an O. Give me a U, give me an L. Oh, yeah. Could have, would have, should have. It'd be going for a while, but it'd be worth it. It would go on for a while, yeah. Uh, okay, um, shall I tell you what I've been up to? Yeah, go on. So, you know how I'm still living with Joe Splurts? Yeah. Well, Joe Splurts has just got himself a new VR headset. Whoa. And I've been using it. What have you been doing with that, then? So I've been going onto the... The you know the world wide web, uh, yeah. the, the the world outside ours in the virtual yeah. world, and yeah. I've been basically solving virtual people's virtual problems. Whoa, this is uh, this is quite cutting edge. Yeah. So, for example, one person was having trouble with his connection. Yeah. And then I told him, "You'll need to um, rewire your Wi-Fi." Right. He did it, and it worked. That's problem solved. Brilliant. That sounds like a quick one. Somebody else couldn't get into a shop because of a firewall on their system. So what I did was I got a metaphorical pickaxe and said, I'll knock down this firewall for you. And what I actually did was I sort of rewired some of the, you know, some of the, the, the I hacked into it basically and sort of fixed right. it for them. And, you know, I solved their problem again. Does that mean like other people will be getting through the firewall now, or is it safe again? Uh, well, I didn't really go and check back, but right, it well, should be all right. I don't think it was very important. There was only a few yeah. bits of data in there, so well, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's good. It's it is exciting, and I might very well open up a, a virtual store for right. like, my virtual practices because yeah. I think that's where it's going to be virtual the virtual world so if i get in there and become the first pioneer of virtual problem solving yeah i'm probably gonna get a big lion's share of yeah, the first one yeah. yeah of the of the revenue that will come with that so in this virtual world i take it you can look however you want so what's your um digitized version of yourself what do you look like well i look like myself because i don't want to look like yeah. anything else yeah. Best thing is, though, no broken arm in the metaverse. 
That's good. Yeah. So what, you can use both arms there? Yeah. Well, I can't because I need the controllers to control. So I can't. I'm still, I'm still only one-handed, really. But I have got another arm in the metaverse. Yeah. Just, just sometimes, like when Joe Splurts gives me a go on it, I sometimes let him be my second arm. Right. It, it gets a bit disjointed, but it's still there, you know. And that's not I'm the way, it, like new viewers, I do have an arm. I do have another arm. It's just broken right now. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fixed. It'll, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's just been in the sling for about two and a half years now. It'll be fine. Brain news. Tell you what, Barrett. What? I'm liking this new segment. Okay. That's great to hear. Do you want some more brain news? That's what this section's for. Again, I've got right. to tell everyone, this is nothing to do with me. This is all John Mango's segment. Yeah. Just so when it's really good and people say it's their favourite segment, you know who to come to. Yeah. Well, I'm. remember when we sort of were talking about this, sort of I did have in the contractual bits any part that you have done solely on your own i do have to note that down i do have to yeah. note and tell everyone yeah and that's fine so news it's very exciting news it could uh fundamentally change the way we understand brain you say that every time but go on well i, I only bring the best news the most well, important let, news let's hear this then a caveman's brain has mm. been found perfectly preserved in a tree in a tree as in the tree was dug up, it wasn't just, you know, standing a, like a normal tree. So the tree was in the ground? Yeah, sort of like fossilised. And then there's a there's a caveman, I take, was it just the head or was it just the brain? Oh no, it was like the skull and everything. He must have had his head stuck in a tree when he died. Okay, well, let's let's discuss that. How could a caveman get his head stuck in a tree? I'm not sure this is the big breakthrough part of the news, but I'll go with it for a little bit. Um, maybe he was looking for a tasty mushroom for his dinner. On a tree? Yeah. Wouldn't they be at the bottom of the tree? No, they grow up trees sometimes. Maybe. Especially uh, if there's yeah. a, a little dank, dark, wet hole in the tree. Maybe. Is Where was this discovered? This was discovered in Albania. Albania, all right. So, yeah, it's an interesting place to discover it. Yeah. I think, I'm not sure about Albania's topography, but I think wouldn't... They have trees. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say, if, if it was somewhere like Algeria, that would be a bit of a... Yeah. Be a bit far-fetched. Okay, so I think I've just about got over the idea that there was a caveman head in a tree. Yeah. So it was it was taken down from the tree, but it wasn't taken down from the tree. It was picked up from the tree, which is such a weird concept. Yeah, the, tr the tree's been under the ground for a long time. This this is like by the way, this brain, it's not like it it's not technically a human brain. This is pre us, pre Homo sapiens, Barrett. Right, so it's not a human brain then? Well, no, not in the strict sense of what a human is. Okay. It's a human it's a humanoid brain. But yeah. Okay. So it's like it's, about, a, it's like a monkey's brain then. 
Well, not quite either. It's sort of in between. That's why it's so exciting. Okay, it's so... Like a, it's like 100,000 years plus old. Right, so who... So what is this brain, then? What does it do? Well, at the moment, it's just sat in a lab somewhere and they're poking it. Okay. And is this the news, is it? No, no. So why is this important, John? Well, just think if they could download the thoughts off that brain and memories. How would they... Okay, yeah. Yeah, they could do that, but how could they do that? Well, they can't do that, but I'm saying imagine if they could. Right, so you're saying that we could get an idea of what a caveman was like by downloading his brain. Yeah. Well, Only we can't do that at the moment. What are the download speeds like on a brain? On a brain? Yeah. They're about the same as a computer from about 1998. Okay, so... Not brilliant. Kilobytes we're talking, really. Yeah. And let's, let's, I mean, this, this, this brain's ancient, so I think we'll be into the bits, to be honest. Yeah, brain bits. So, but like, what kind of memories would be on there? Well, they wouldn't be very high fidelity memories, would they? They probably no, be black and white. Yeah, one four four p. Yeah, very very blurry. Eyes weren't as good back then. No, no, that's true. So, well, maybe he's got some cool memories in there, like yeah, saying hello to his friend. Yeah, or like sleeping. Or, like, jumping off a cliff with a spear and, like, landing on a wolf or something. Maybe, but I don't know. Would that happen back then? Don't know. Mm. I'm not a historian. I'm a brain man. So, anything else before we wrap up this segment? Is there anything anything else that's interesting about this? There doesn't need to be anything else. It's It's groundbreaking. Well, it literally did come out of the ground. Yeah. And they did have to break it to get to it. Yeah, that's all I meant, really. It's, they had to break the ground to get it. I'm, to be honest, I'm much more intrigued by the tree. Yeah? Yeah. I want to know how it's still alive. Maybe there was like a really long hole in the ground that the sunlight could still get through. Yeah, was it bushy? Bushy tree? Yeah. Well, did it have leaves? Fairly. Hmm. So that tree's been living for thousands of years and no one's seen it before. Yeah. And there's a caveman head all this time on top of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, his, that's impressive. That's more impressive than the brain, I think. Well, I'm glad you got something out of it anyway. Yeah. All right. Do you hate having to unblock your brains? Well, take the plunge and go pipeless today. Using the latest wireless technology, we can send all your dirty muck to sewerage through our brown cloud storage system. Say goodbye to pipes and hello to super-fast pipeless connectivity with Plunge Cloud. No comment. Hello, stand back, please. No Give us some room. No comment. Come on, out of the no way. No comment. Thank you. No Give comment. us some room. No comment. Why? It's only a celebrity problem. It's that time. It's a celebrity problem, and we've got some hot goss from oh. our contact in California, Los Angeles, in America. It's Marty Botfkin. He's left me a message. Let's listen to it. Hey, guys. Marty Botfkin here. 
I, uh, I just came out of the casino where I saw Tom Hardy bet his entire filmography rights in a game of craps. Local mob boss Harry Kingslayer now has the official rights to Tom Hardy's entire film catalog, including all those lame British dramas he did before getting to the U.S. of A. <laughs> hey, listen to this one, guys. Maybe Hardy shouldn't have been so crap at craps before taking on Harry. <laughs> Uh, there's Marty there, again, uh, you know, just doing his thing. So he's basically informed us that Tom Hardy's got a bit of a gambling problem, and he's gambled his whole filmography away to yeah. some mob boss. So <sighs> I think the main the main thing we need to do is get that filmography back. So this is like everything he's done, film and television? Yeah, I think it involves everything. It involves every picture. I think that was that was taken right. of him. Every book yeah. he's been mentioned in, or he's written. Wow. Or, or done so even like, like photos he's taken of himself on his camera on his phone. Yeah, I think so. I think <sighs> Harry owns all that. So he needs to right. get it back. One thing that worries me. I really liked him in Star Trek Nemesis. Um, Who was he in that? What in Star Trek Nemesis? He was Shinzon. Oh. I've not seen that film in a while. Yeah. Well, I'm just... I'm not going to be able to watch it now, am I? It's not going to be on anything online. Well, what what's probably going to happen is they're going to probably do the whole film again just without him in it. It'll just be a black screen. Oh. Yeah. It's the best bet. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes... Maybe, maybe it's a blessing for some of the Tom Hardy films that he's not in it. Unless... Hang on. I... Might be thinking too much into this, but what if the mob bosses are trying to set up their own streaming platform to contend with the likes of, you know, the big boys? Mm, that's maybe why they targeted Tom Hardy, because he's been in lots of mob things. Yeah. That's a good idea, actually. Well done, Harry Kingslayer. They do this with enough A-listers, they're going to have quite the catalogue. Yeah, so if they do it with, say, Rob uh, Robert De Niro... Yeah, yeah Tom Hanks, be... I mean... Hundreds, aren't you? Yeah. So I think yeah, you could definitely get a good sort of mob streaming service going. Yeah. So what what would this mob streaming service be called? Oh, I've got it. Yeah. Stream fellas. Yeah, yeah, because it looks like it's a bunch of know. geezers just watching, just hanging about. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. And it's, if they weren't going to do this, we've kind of given them an idea. Mm -hmm. Um. So they should probably give us money for it, but that's whatever. That's beside the point. Mm -hmm. Stop watch and two video channels. I like it. Yeah. Or more simply, watch. But I don't think that will come across as a pun. No. It could just be two video channels, but again, that wouldn't come across as a pun either, would it? Right. Should we try and help? Mr. Hardy out instead of helping out the people who stole his rights. Oh yeah, I was I was getting a bit carried away there. I was helping out the mob boss. Um, okay, Tom, if you're listening, I think what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to rig a game of craps against the mob. Against the mob, yeah. I mean, it's a bit risky, I know. Um, to be honest, right? It is is what I'm going to say. Is your life worth more than your filmography? Because your life is only mortal. Your filmography is immortal. Yeah, I mean that's his legacy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
I have a piece of advice to do with gambling. Okay. House always wins, so don't try and rig a game on their turf. You're going to have to get your own casino and get them to come to you. He doesn't even need to go that far, John. He can just go undercover as a dealer. What, and you think they'll not notice it's the brilliant actor Tom Hardy? Yeah, he's, a, he's an actor, isn't he? He can play a different part. Yeah, he could put a big beard on. I've seen him do that in some films. He can reprise Bane. And he could go like, Oh, it's your turn. Roll your dice, sir. Snake Eyes, house wins. Yeah, he could do that. Yeah. And no one would want to mess with him because he's Bane. Yeah, he's bloody jacked, if you don't mind me saying. Yeah, so... Right, okay, here we go, Tom. What I think you should do is reprise Bane, go, and yeah. go back to Chris Nolan and just, um, you know, get the mask and... Yeah, sort of beef up again and stuff like that. Go to the casino and get a job as a dealer. If they have any trouble, you're Bane, so you can probably sort that out. Yeah. Wait until Harry Kingslayer comes back in and then basically be the house on a game of craps with him. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple, really. And then say to him sort of at the end, Oh! If you lose this one, you'll need to bet Tom Hardy's filmography. Nice. I like it. Sort of shark him into it, you mean? Don't, yeah. don't do it immediately. Yeah. And, you know, Harry Kinsley wouldn't have a clue who you are, and he'll yeah. think he's just sold it to Bane. Perfect. Yeah. A perfect ruse. I think the only problem is people might clock that Bane's a fictional character. Mm, you'd be surprised. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Problem solved? I think so. Okay. Well, we'll hear we'll hear back from Marcy, I'm sure, and hopefully Tom Tom gets his his filmography rights back. Good luck, Tom. What would you do if you were on the run? What would you do if you hurt your bum? What would you do if you upset your mom? What would you do if you found a gun? Sometimes you've just got to be there, man. It's roleplay problems. Well, Jingle says roleplay, so... Yep. On the line for you, Barrett, is Maxwell. He's got an intruder in his garden. He's not happy about. Okay. So do you want to help him out with that? Not really. Well, you're going to have to, because we're... Oh, quite short on the podcast runtime, so right. here we go. Hello? Hello? Is that Maxwell? Yeah, it is, yeah. So, how are you doing, first of all? Are you all right? Well, I would be alright, but I've got a bit of a problem you need to help me with. So, what is it? Basically, there's a little green bastard at the end of my garden. Okay, is it is it a gnome? No. Okay. Not a gnome, it's an alien. Okay. Uh, right. That's a bit scary. It's just a little green man. Yeah. He's in the back garden. Ex- extraterrestrial. Okay. Now, 
Do you have a basement? I do have a basement, yeah. Okay. I want you to go down to the basement. Oh, I thought you were going to say kick him down there. Yeah, well, just wait. You need a base camp, don't you? Right, In case yeah. things go Let's south. Go yeah. yeah. So go down your basement. Can I just say, Barrett, I listen to every episode of the podcast. Yeah. Good good yeah. one. Well done. And you know that fella who's trying to do the alien bar? Yeah. Yeah. Bloody hated that. Yeah. Are you near him? No, nowhere near. If I was, I would have gone round and given him a piece of my mind. Alright, well, I'm glad you didn't do that. So, are you down in the basement now? Yeah. Mm hmm. So, have you got a weapon? We can make one, I'm sure. Right, okay. So, aliens. I can hear him up there now, waddling about. Ugh. Is he in the house now? No, he's on the. It, it's been raining, I can hear him. Splodging about in the garden. Oh, right, okay. That makes it's sense. Big, stupid webbed feet. Right. Are you sure it's not a duck? Right, well, it was a duck this time, but it's, they sound similar. Right, okay. That's weird. Right, so aliens, in my experience, they really don't like colanders. Right. Because it's sort of... So get a colander and bash him on the head with No, it. no, no. You've got to place it on top of his head. It's, got like, it's like you've got to catch him. Right. So with an alien, like they, the way they work is that they can sense things with their head. Yeah. They've got big brains, haven't they? He's got a bloody big head. Yeah, so you need a colander to block the rays, right? Right. So you, what you need to do is you need to get a big stick, yeah. a big piece of wood, Wrap it up with uh, some rope, and then attach the rope to a colander. Bingo. And then you, you need to basically sort of angle it, especially if you're in the basement, because I assume in the basement you've got a little pee-pee hole. What, you mean where I go for a piss down here? No, I don't mean that pee-pee hole. I mean one where it's like a little window oh, at the, yeah. top of the top of the wall, and you can look yeah. out and it's sort of like level with the ground. Yeah, it's similar to a World War II machine gun nest. Right, okay, well that's even better then. So but what you need to do then, is you need to sort of poke out your little contraption. Sort Excuse of... Excuse me? Not that contraption, your contraption you're going to make. Then you basically need to make sure you can angle the colander on the head of the alien, and then it yeah. won't know where to go, and then you can go out and grab him. Do I need any adhesive or stickiness to stick it to his head? No. Right. He's got enough adhesive on him. Oh, yeah. Stickies. Sticky aliens. Right. So I'm set up, but... How are we going to bait him over? We basically need to just wait. You can't bait oh. an alien. Right. Yeah. It's a bit annoying, but... That. But, usually the colander sort of gives them enough curiosity to check out what's going on. Right. You know what? Hmm? You know the film Extraterrestrial? Yeah. Yeah. That's a load of bullshit if you ask me. Okay. Well... When this alien first landed in the garden, I was really excited. Yeah. So I thought it'd be like that, that one. Yeah, that one you was know, brown, like, though. Well, I didn't know there were different types. Anyway, 
I thought he'd be good at like looking after the kids while I'm at work and stuff. Mm. And sort of help out around the house. Yeah, well, just because he's landed in your back garden doesn't mean he lives there. Well, he's acting like he's treating it like an hotel. What's he doing back there? How long has he been out there? He's trashed flower beds. Right. Pretty much dismantled my shed. Uh-huh. And he's eating all the hilarious novelty gnomes. Okay. Why has he done that? I don't know. And all his goo, I've heard him on the reef at night. Yeah. And all his sort of body goo, it's uh, clogged up the gutter in. Oh, okay. That is weird. Yeah. So, how, so I, I take it he must have climbed up the gutter in to get on the roof? Yeah. That's impressive. So... Oh, hang on. I'm seeing movement. Yeah? Yeah, this is him. Okay. Right, have you got your colander ready? Have you made Recognize your little contraption? Fat little head anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. ready. Alright, well don't don't lose concentration, alright? You might hate him, but just wait until you catch him. I'm gonna stop, this might be my chance. Right. Okay, colander him. Oh you little he's he's stopped just out of range of this. It's like a new. Hmm, okay. Can you sort of reach out and sort of just get him on the head? I'm, I'm straining as it is, my, my stomach's stuck in the little peepee hole. Alright, alright, so... You're not stuck there, are you? Well, I hope not. I'm g what if I just call him over, or... What's aliens like? I'm not sure, like, they don't really like anything. Well, he likes gnomes. You got any extra gnomes? Yeah, I've got one out of them. Yeah. Bastard. I've got... Got a for you. Alright, what's he doing then? He's sniffing. What, the gnome? He's sniffing at the air, maybe you can smell the gnome. Okay, leave the gnome there and hopefully it'll so he'll sort of wander over. Yep. Right, he's inching his way okay. over to the gnome. Mm-hmm. I think he's close enough now. Alright. Right. Colander going on his head. Okay, go on. You can do it. Colander on head. He's okay. squirming, but I'm holding him down. Right. Oh. Well, I was hoping that he'd sort of... Can you let go? If I let go, I don't know what's going to happen, Barry. I know, but like you have to get out there and get him. Right, let him go. Okay. I'll just squeeze out of this window, then. Alright, okay. Circles on the spot. Yeah, that's what good. What do I do now? Just, just rugby tackle him. Bloody break him in two. Well, right. Do it sort of, do it sort of gently, like you're rugby tackling a child. Oh, I don't know, soft on that. Right. Here we go. Okay. Oof. Right. Right. I'm on him now on the floor. Okay. What's he doing? He's speaking and. An alien tongue at me. Alright, can I can I listen to him? Yep, yeah, no, no, no. Got my head set on him. Why are you putting that on my head? What? Get off me can now. You, can you speak? Dad? 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 Trying to call me Dad because this guy's on me. So you can speak English? 
Yeah, why the fuck wouldn't I talk English? Because the guy who's on top of you said you can't speak English. Is he just because you're Scouse and he can't understand you? Probably, yeah. He's a bit of a knobhead. All right, but what are you doing hanging around in his garden as an alien for five days? I was at a sleepover the other day, and on the way over I got lost. Right, okay. And what? So you decided to just hang around in this guy's garden? Yeah, I thought it'd be all right. Well, yeah, I think you've a little bit outstayed your welcome. What are you doing with the gnomes? He says you're eating them. Oh, yeah, they were good then. So you have been eating the gnomes? Yeah, well, I thought they were those chocolate ones. Right, well, they weren't, were they? No, after the first three, I sort of knew. Right, right, I'm going to have to... Can you put me back onto the... So you to Maxwell so I can talk to him. Yeah, can you tell him to get off me so I can go home? Yeah, I will do, yeah. Alright, here you go. Nice speaking to you. Yeah, it's alright. See you later. Right, so what's he been saying to you then? Let's get him off now. Right, so he's not... Let's get him gone. Right, he's speaking English. He's just Scouse. Right, so you know what this alien language is called. That's all well and good, but... I don't know what no, he's saying. He's speaking English, you just can't understand his accent. Right. Well, that doesn't explain his big head and grey complexion. He's just a child, that's why. And he's a, he's a child who hasn't obviously got his, his greens in because he's been eating gnomes for five days straight. That's why he's grey. So he has been eating my gnomes? Yeah, he has. He's been starving. Right, let's get rid of him then. Oh, if, yeah, if that's what you want. What are you going to do with him? I'll ring uh, them FBI ones off the telly for it. The FBI? Yeah, there's that sort of the one with the short hair, and there's that hot, hot one with the red hair, and she's all like, oh, Yeah, they're, they're not here. They're in America. Yeah, they'll come over for this now. They're, they're always looking for her. Yeah, but you're going to have to keep a child alien in captivity for a day. I think they'll look past that. Okay. So you want you want to... Lock up this this alien child. Yeah. It's a child. Yeah. It's a child. A child alien. No, no, it's, it's, a, it's an act. It's a human child in an alien costume. Right. I'm a bit confused now because you're talking about it as if it's an actual human child. Yes, it is a human child. Oh. Yeah. So I'm lying on top of a human child in my garden. Yeah. And all the neighbours looking over the fence have seen me tackle this tile to the ground. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so probably get off the child. How do I get out of this one then? We'll get off it. Yeah. You off it? Sorry, mate. Yeah. It was just a funny joke. Right, okay. Interesting way of going about it. It's alright, everyone I know him, he's our, uh, he's the paper boy. And, um, we do this funny game where sometimes he just comes around and I'll just tackle him to the ground. I'm not having that. <gasps> what? Oh, fuck. What's happened? He's gone right for me, gonads. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, Maxwell, it serves you right. Bloody hell, he vaulted that fence quickly. It's eight foot tall, that. Well, he's a, he's a scouse kid, isn't he? They've got special powers. Yeah, aliens do not. Well, oh, he's not an alien. alien. Right, well, thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing? The FBI, the FBI will be round. They'll arrest me. Right, so you rang the FBI? 
Oh, I thought they'd track aliens. Oh, he's not an alien. No, he's not an alien. Right, I'll just be normal police then. Right, well, just, just, Maxwell, just leave. Leave. You, you've got the wrong end of the stick here. We don't yeah, help people really, out who just... I can't really move right now. Yeah, well, move in about five minutes then. Right. Gonna hang up. Yeah, Ow. bye. Uh. Right, well, that was interesting. Yeah. Um... Not a fan of Maxwell, if I'm honest. No, he's a bit weird, isn't he? How can you not recognise he was a child for five days? I mean, I would have. And what's the, what, I'm an expert. I want to know what the goo was. Kids are always playing with some sort of goo or slime or that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I know a few slime salesmen. Well, that's the end of this episode of Cudder Woulda Shudder. I hope it's yeah. been insightful and interesting. And you've learned something today. Maxwell, please stop listening to the podcast now. I know you said you listened a lot, but we don't want you anymore. Yeah, well, I I've mean... never said that to a fan either. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I don't want to ever hear from him again. I knew... I knew he was a bad one when he was bad-mouthing the alien barman. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him. And all the other fans, if you hear him listening... You know what to do. Yeah. On that note, right. see you later, everyone. See you later, Barrett. See you later, audience. Bye. This has been a Scorpion Thunderbolt production.